Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to a bonus edition of the Attack and Scrum podcast. It has been a couple of days since the Lions beat the Crusaders in that epic battle down in Christchurch. And myself and Dan Killick will be having a look back at that game, seeing which players have uh, put their advanced their claims ahead of the ahead of the test series and we'll also have a bit of reaction to the team news uh, before the Highlanders game which is coming up later on in this in this week as i say Dan Killick is uh, is joining me over the phone once again for another late night rambling uh, how are we doing Dan very good Jed yeah. all uh, all back on track for the lions isn't it that's that's a bit more like it isn't it yeah yeah it really is i mean um I wasn't expecting. I wasn't expecting the win to come. Actually, I thought it might have been um, a few games too soon. But yeah, great, great, great performance, wasn't it? I have to say, I was really worried going into it. I had no doubt that this was going to be one of the toughest games on tour, and you know, really, really wasn't expecting a win. So that's a definite positive. Massive, massive positive. Yeah, and um, yeah, loads of big, big performances, weren't there? And a few that. Uh, yeah, it was it wasn't a complete performance, was it? Which is probably even more encouraging, I would say, that we got the win playing, you know, probably playing at about seventy-five percent. Well, we'll come on to that in a sec, because a lot of people were saying that this game had the intensity of a test match. Now, I'm not going to get sucked into that just yet, but it it did feel like there was a, you know, it was an intense game in terms of physicality and um, and the atmosphere within the stadium. I wouldn't say it's quite a test match level yet, but that was certainly some intense. No, I wouldn't. Yeah, it was. It was a it was a step up from the other two games, wasn't it? But uh, it was a, a physical. Physically, I think it was right up there. But the speed of the game, I don't think was. Mm. Um, I know when Farrell alluded to that didn't he? When he, during his interview, he sort of disagreed with uh, with the questions that were coming his way, or statements rather, that were coming his way in terms of. You know, <laughs> it looked as if it was it was it was up there with any. You could see that he didn't quite feel it, um, but it wasn't. It probably won a million miles away, was it? So, 
Yeah, I, th- I think there's there's going to be no doubt that that first test is going to be a real. Yeah, I mean, I don't think a step up covers it. It's going to be on another level of in, intensity, both in terms of the pressure and the physicality and the speed that the game is played. But, you know, we all earmarked before the before the series began that this was a tough schedule and everyone was kind of drawn to this one as the, the unoffic- unofficial fourth test. So, you know, you, you can have no complaints at getting the win. Oh, no, they'll be... Um... They'll be absolutely delighted, won't they? And, and, and rightly so. You could see that it meet how much it meant to uh, to everyone. Um, it does seem as if there's a great team spirit, isn't there, in the camp with the uh, the boys that weren't playing coming down and you know and uh, shaking hands and hugging all the guys that were uh, you know that were in the match day squad, so, which I loved. Um, I think in terms of the intensity, I think it will there will be a step up, but a lot of it a lot of it comes from the pressure as you as you. You know, rightly pointed out there, there's, you know, on, on both sides, isn't it? I mean, they're going to be, they're going to be feeling it and, and we're certainly going to be feeling it. But I think come the first test, we will be, we will be up, you know, we'll be, we'll be ready for it. We really will after this. Yeah. We have to be, don't we? <laughs> yeah. Well, no, exactly. There's, there's no, there's no choice and we'll find out soon enough. Before we get on to individual performances, what impressed you about, uh, you know, which kind of areas impressed you with the Lions on Saturday? Um, our line speed was really, really strong, wasn't it? We, um, we didn't, you know, we didn't allow them to play too much. Um, I think tactically we got it, we got it, we got our game plan absolutely spot on. And, uh, Murray was at the heart of, of, of that, wasn't he? Mm-hmm. Um, up front, scrum went very, very well. Um, I, ex- I expected that. I didn't expect this to go as well as that. But, How much uh, of that do you think is down to the fact that it was a Northern Hemisphere referee? Probably a fair bit. Mm. <laughs> I mean, the, um, you know, the, the, with the French refs there, once they, uh, you know, once you, once you win a couple of early, um, early scrums, they tend to fade you then, don't they, for the rest of the game? And, yeah. and we saw that. I did think that a couple of the penalty decisions, we were lucky. We were on the right side of, uh, of, uh, of the ref there. Um, you know, I, which, but then that's the way it goes, isn't it? And, you know, but considering we were up against, you know, Joe Moody and um and Owen Franks there. Yeah. You know, two mean operators. Um will be uh will be delighted there. I, I enjoyed the uh the, the couple of scuffles as well. Yeah, yeah, I did as well actually. And I think just sticking with the scrum for a minute, two things that, that it's worth noting there is obviously within the test matches, two of them will be refereed by Frenchmen, which I think we will will no doubt favour the Lions. And also generally the scrum as a whole has been functioning pretty well. I think if you know if you look back to the game against the Blues and you've got the likes of Charlie Famorina and um and even the hooker uh, in that side, he's gonna be in and around yeah. the all black squad. So I think that bodes pretty well. Yeah, it does. It's gonna give us that platform, isn't it? And you know, their press, they keep on harping on about the fact that it's you know possibly all we've got, isn't it? Mm. That's fine, you know, we'll take that all day and we we don't you know we don't need to we don't need to get sucked into you know trying to you know trying to play a game I think where you know we're gonna you know we're gonna outscore we can you know we can we can do this in our own in our own way our own style and um, you know they're masters of just winding that up aren't they so and then we just play along to that if we you know if we dominate the set piece keep winning these lineups I mean the lineup success rate you know was you know in the 90s, when in 
Omani was was outstanding, wasn't he? We all know he's probably the best defensive line operator, as we said a few times, but he was he's definitely put his hand up. I think before the before that game started, he was he was um he wasn't anywhere near the near, near started, I think. But now he's uh now he's what right in contention, isn't he? It was a brilliant performance from him, so dogged. Yeah, I was I was really impressed with him, and I know a lot of people have been talking about Sean O'Brien's test chances, given Warburton's lack of game time so far. I think you know, I thought O'Brien was excellent, but I was really impressed with Omani. I am every time every time I I kind of see him. He's a I've said it before. He's just a horrible, gnarly, really wiry back row forward, and I think that's exactly what you're going to need. I, you know, for me, I think he's if I was if I was picking that starting lineup today he would be my test six yeah i i go along with uh, go along with that he um he's the type of player isn't he that we hate him mm. when uh you know when wales are playing against uh when he's playing against us but by god you want him on your side don't you when he's playing for the lions and you just he's one of those guys that you you, you kind of love now don't you because um, he's right we said in the middle during, of we've said it during the Lions Memories podcast that we've done, which if you haven't listened to, make sure you make sure you get around to, to having a listen to. Um but we've said it during those how there are these certain players that you hate when they're playing for their for their other countries but that you really enjoy watching or you you go it's like a guilty pleasure that you get to enjoy them while they're yeah. playing for the Lions. And yeah, Omani's fallen into that category for me. Yeah, he's certainly he's certainly one of those, isn't he? He did uh he did a huge, he, he did a huge amount of work. He also, he's niggly, isn't he? He wind, you know, he was winding them up. Um, and, um, he also got him, he also got himself into some very nice, uh, field positions as well. He was, he was out wide a fair bit, which we don't often see. Um, I know that was, uh, that was obviously, um, within the game plan because we saw Falato out wide, but yeah. which you kind of see, you know, you, we, we kind of expect that, but Omani, you know, being out in the, uh, in the flanks. I, you know, that's something something different, and he's he's got he's got a passing game on him, isn't he? Yeah, he, um, I think yeah, he did, that was a, that was a good area of his game. Hopefully, he can take Tio aside and um, start doing some 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 um, you know some miss one practice passing with Tio because if uh, you know if it's not an offload from Tio, then um, he's uh, he's struggling a bit in that department, isn't he? Well, this is it. I suppose if we're going to look at the positives, then we look at need to look at the things that haven't gone so well and. There's no glossing over the fact that the Lions have really struggled to score tries on this tour so far, and that remained the case on Saturday. Yeah, it did. It, it was rather, wasn't it? We, um, I don't know. We, we just lacked a bit of cutting edge, didn't we? In the um, in the final, you know, in the in the in the main area. Then when we're coming up to their try line, I mean, it was a it was a great. You know, Tio made some great moves, didn't he? Um, some great runs, but if it's not sort of a pop pass, he seems to struggle, didn't he? I didn't realise that he didn't have that. He didn't have that within his locker. Um, yeah, I, don't, I don't think it's just him though, as well. You know, you look back to that first game against uh, New Zealand Barbarians and Hog butchered one. You look at later on in that game, or Anthony Watson, who had a terrific game. Him and Sexton failed to combine to put Stan, you know, and Stander dropped the ball. It just looks like there is that that kind of white line fever when the Lions are getting close. You know, Farrell yeah. again. Farrell had a terrific game and he threw that miss pass out to George. And then you know, we never again we never looked like scoring then. Yeah, it, I mean, yeah, I suppose when you put it like that, there was a lot. There was a 
quite a few errors from from different players, wasn't there? Maybe what do you think? Do you think it's the fact that uh, put it down to the fact that you know they're not they're not reading each other's reading each other's runs? You would have thought that at that level they'd be able to anticipate. It doesn't matter, you know, it doesn't matter who's really playing, but um, they 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 certainly can all pass, can't they? I mean, certainly you know we know Farrell can and. Uh, and, and a few of the others. So I don't know. Maybe it's just a, uh, you know, we're just not quite gelling yet because we had, we had nine, um, uh, you know, nine line breaks yeah. and to their, you know, to their two or three. Um, you would have thought with that, you know, hearing that stat that we would have, we would have gone over. But I think, you know, it's like Man United, isn't it? When they, you know, of old, when they were, you know, they play, they, they wouldn't play particularly well, but they still win and we did play well. But we didn't, you know, we've still got, we can still go up a few notches. So we could be looking at a scoreline. We could have been looking at a scoreline where it was, you know, 25, you know, we had 25 points, 30 points on the board. Now, you know, it's not, it's not too bad at all, is it? Well, if we're saving the tries for the test matches, then, you know, I'd, I'd much rather we score those, those crucial tries when it matters rather than running in three or four against, you know, against the Blues or the Barbarians yeah. or, or even the Crusaders. I think it really is about taking those chances. That's the bit that does worry me, is if you have an opportunity like that against New Zealand and you don't take it, it's all very well playing a tactical kicking game and dominating the set piece. Even if you get those things right, you have to take those opportunities when they arise because New Zealand, you're not going to hold New Zealand out. There's very little chance of them not scoring a try. Yeah, perhaps Howdy's had a word then and just said, look, when you're on that final pass, just just, just throw throw a shocker. And um, we'll uh, we'll save it all for the uh, for the three tests. Then uh, yeah, maybe. Uh, I like the sound of that. Yeah, maybe he's got a maybe he's got a massive uh, game plan up his sleeve. But yeah, I, I do think it's something that's got to be that's got to be addressed because you know if, if any of those happen in a test match and we end up losing it, then you know what I mean. People get you come under the spotlight very very quickly. Yeah, it's quite difficult. It's quite a difficult one to address, though, isn't it? Because it's it's sort of, the, it just uh, seems like basic skills, really. You know, like you say, Tio's actually a player who's probably playing his way into the test team at the moment. And then, you know, but he's still really, really worried about his basic handling skills or his basic passing skills. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's almost, you know, is it, is, it, is it too late to be working on those at this stage? I I don't know. Hopefully, it'll, hopefully it was just one of those... Uh, you know, one of those occasions where that final, that final pass when, you know, and that's pressure, that's pressure rugby then, isn't it? You know, that final pass just didn't, didn't you know, didn't, didn't quite go to hand, but, um, you know, it was almost in the stands, wasn't it, to, to Liam Williams? I mean, he did well to, he did well to climb on a ladder and get it back down <laughs> yeah. and nearly take it, but, um, <laughs> he did, Liam did okay with some appalling, some appalling uh, passing, didn't he? He did. So, yeah, I mean, kind of moving on from that, like we said, there were some impressive performances in there. Who do you think has kind of thrown their hands up and advanced their cases getting in that test jersey? The whole of the front, the whole of our front row. So Jamie George, I thought he had a, he was absolutely everywhere, wasn't he? Yeah. Um, and his line out, you know, his throwing in was, was exceptional. Um, all around the park, you know, good little touches. Furlong was was great. Um, Mako carried really well. Um, it, it seemed to be that I, I couldn't, I was looking back at some of, some of his carrying and he had, at times he had two or three players that he was running yeah. into, yet he still made yards. And it's those, 
it's that that's so impressive, isn't it? Because he, he, he just gaining that extra bit, that extra little bit for the team just gives us the, you know, the front foot ball, and um, and then it allows you know the likes of Farrell and Sexton to uh, to call, you know, to do what they do best when they're when they aren't when they're moving forward. So those the whole of the front row went went exceptionally well. I thought Cruz was a big big performance. Um, he carried hard, didn't he? Um, also. You know, Alan Wynn Jones. I thought that was his yeah, best performance. Half, the... Didn't he? he? Did a lot of yeah. a lot of tackling and a lot of clearing rocks out, which you know we know he's he's capable of doing. And um, yeah, a lot of the ugly stuff. You know, yeah. um, also some quite clever, cute stuff as well, like off the ball holding. You know, just holding on to players for that extra little bit. You know, that 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 just meant that they weren't they couldn't then get back in position. Just niggling them. I thought he. He was constantly, he seemed to be constantly talking to the players as well. Yeah. Um, you know, G-ing them up. Um, he was obviously, you know, blowing a fair bit, but he was continually talking to them because quite, a, you know, quite a lot of those boys are fairly young, aren't they? Um, and you, that you second wonder whether that could be something that edges him into the side because I think at the moment Cruz looks nailed on the way the line out is going with him in it. I think I think yeah. Cruz is going to start that test and then who you put alongside him. You know, naturally you're drawn towards Itoji because I think he's a match winner and obviously he plays alongside him at club level and Saracens have seen a lot of success this year. But then you, you do wonder just whether that bit of that bit of leadership and that test match animal might be enough to get Alan Wynn in there. Yeah, absolutely. I think Cruz, you know, obviously let he leads the line out, doesn't he, in it? And we know how well that went on, on Saturday and is is he's a big man, isn't he? So he's in. I think Alan Wynn Jones, I've got a feeling that He's probably going to have that shirt because of, as you pointed out, his leadership, and we're going to need that. You know, that's so important, isn't it, over there? Because these games are big, but that first test, nerves will kick mm-hmm. in. I know a lot of these players, you know, like Atoji and you know the others have, have played in, uh, you know, big games, but this is this is the this is everything, isn't it? This is the biggest game of, of their lives, and him, you know, him coming off the bench, would he make more of an impact than Alan Wynn off the bench? I think I think he would. You know, he probably would, wouldn't he? And that level of physics, you know, the the first hour of that first test is going to be, you know, if we're in it after an hour, it's going to be a really bruising encounter, and there's going to be a lot of a lot of bodies sore on both sides out there. And the last thing they're going to want to see is a a freak of nature like Maratoji coming yeah. on the bench. Coming on, literally bouncing around the place like Tigger from Winnie the Pooh. Yeah, I mean, he's the energy on him is 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 is. <laughs> It's like nothing you've seen yeah, before, I'm not isn't sure, it? I'm not sure um, that's the analogy I'd go for. Uh, you know, he might have the energy of Tigger, but I think he's going to hit. I think he's going to hit a few rucks a bit harder than that. Yeah, Tigger. Well, Tigger's quite a quite a tough character, isn't he? But uh, I don't know. Maybe yeah, we'll save I, our we'll save our um, cartoon fictional eleven for uh, for another time. Actually, another, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we should. But uh, then on the second row front, then we, you know Courtney Laws. You know, yes. It goes on, doesn't it? It does. I mean, and, and again, in the back row, we've already talked about Armani and O'Brien having good games. Toby Falatay, just, you know, that, that's one position oh, that we know, yeah. you know, God forbid that, that there's not a, an injury, but he will have that. He'll have that number eight shirt. And my God, he's looking good for it. Yeah. I mean, we, I think we both felt, didn't we, that he'd, he'd have that number eight shirt before the tour got, got started, much to uh, probably quite a lot. Quite a lot of people would have, uh, you know, would have wanted, uh, you know, Vernapola there, but he is, he was just exceptional, wasn't he? Yeah. His work rate, 
Um, he's got everything in his locker. Um, massive performance from him, absolutely huge. And he, he's just so he's just so calm, isn't he? So measured. He just the way he goes about his uh, he goes about his game. You know, there's barely a word from him, is there? Yeah, and um, he just does everything. He does everything right, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. He does. I think, and even even when those those scrums were were folding, he had his you know his hands in there, getting the ball out, making sure we weren't going to get penalised either way. So, you know, he's just um, he's such a clever rugby player, as well as a you know as well as a physical and an athlete, and and the the sheer work rate that he puts in. So, I think you know he's equipped himself so well on this tour yeah. so far. He's, what about what about the backs, Dan? Uh, we've already kind of touched on the the try scoring uh, or the lack of it what about the players who did impress you in the backs yes Murray was Murray had a, a, a fine game um, he his kicking game was was brilliant uh, bar one and um, he you know the, the, the type of game the type of game we need to play to beat New Zealand he for me has to start yeah, um, he's a controlling nine. Well, if, yeah, if you're playing this game plan and the game plan's starting to become pretty apparent, if it wasn't already, yeah. that there is going to be a lot of box kicking, there's going to be a lot of kicking from hand, and there's going to be a lot of targeting the set piece. And if that's the case, there really is, you know, you have to go for Murray with with Webb adding a bit of impact off the bench if you need something different. Much as yeah, I'd love to see Webby start because I, you know, I really enjoy watching. I've been really impressed with how Murray is. Yeah, there's no one better, is there, at that at that game than Murray, um, and then Webb coming off when they're getting, you know, they're slightly, you know, they're a little bit, a little bit fatigued then, or there's a bit of some of the legs are a little bit heavy. They wouldn't want, you're not going to want to see Webb come on, are you? No. And a genuine impact play off the bench, so that that looks set, doesn't it? Um, really, I think Farrell, as always, really, he was quite magnificent. Um, Brilliant passing game, kicked really well, uh, led well, didn't he? Constantly talking to the, to the players. Uh, they tried to rile him, didn't they? They they tried to sort of have a little niggle at him, and he kept his head. He he seems to be ultra cool now, doesn't he? Yeah, he he does. And you know, there's there's elements of his old man in there, clearly, isn't there? Someone who's yeah. comfortable performing at the the biggest stage. If you think what his dad was like when he was playing rugby league, and I think there is that kind of element of of coolness under pressure that you know that will definitely be required come that first test. I also like the way he linked up with Sexton. That was the best I've seen Sexton play comfortably, probably for a couple of months. And yeah, I thought they, they they seemed to slot in together quite well, actually. They did play well, didn't they? They uh, there was definitely an understanding between the two, um, which. I would have thought that it would have taken a couple more, you know, a couple more games to get to get that collision, but they had it, didn't they? It, it looked it looked good. A lot's, um, a lot's been made of Gatland saying that Farrell is a ten. Is there any chance that they could play together as ten and twelve? I think there is. I think there is a chance. Yeah, um, yeah, there's a strong chance. I think if, if you know, we've we've mentioned that the kicking game is going to be so important. Well, if you've got those two there and You've got, you've just got, a, you've just got great kicking options then, haven't you? For the two yeah. of them, they can both pass very, very well. Um, they're both big in defence as well. Um, I thought, I thought Sexton played very, very well. 
um, defensively when he came on. He had one lapse. Yeah. But apart from that, he was right up in their faces and he made a big impact. It was a shame to see, to see Jonathan go off because yeah. he picked some great lines. Um, and, you know, what was it? I think it was in the first, or just in the first minute. Um, yeah, that was, was so close to being a try. Yeah, sh- yeah, we should have. Um, and he looked, he looked dangerous, didn't he? Pick, you know, picked a couple of, picked a couple of good lines. Yeah, Tio, yeah. Tio just fixed the man, didn't he? Ran, he ran back towards, you know, back towards the, the, the play. And then it just opened up the gap for, for Jonathan to go through. Um, so that was a shame. Hopefully you'll be all right. But, um, yeah, I love, love the link up between Farrell and, uh, you know, Farrell and, uh, and Sexton. Um, and then, People like, you know, what I thought, I thought Watson played well. Yeah. Um, he, there's something about him that I still feel, he, he, there's, uh, you're never, you're never too far away from a couple of errors. Yeah, I'm not, but, I'm not so sure. I, I think he, I thought he looked really good at fullback. I personally would have needed Leon to fullback. I think he's the more natural player there. And I think Watson still offers you a threat from outside. And, you know, Liam's distribution is probably a bit better. And, I just think he, he can influence the game more there, as we've discussed numerous times. As it is, I can see Anthony Watson taking a test shirt on the wing with half penny yeah. at fullback. That's what I can see at the moment. Yeah, I th- I'm, I'm with you there. I would have liked to have seen uh, seen Watson go on the wing, um, but he looked he looked sharp, didn't he? I he mean, did. yeah. we know he's, he's got pace, and there's no substitute for pace, is there? So um, he. He impressed. Um, yeah, he did. He, I mean, he, looked, he looked like he was making things happen. Yeah, he did. He sparked. You know, he was uh, you know, huge, huge amounts of energy, and he, he got a few things going. I thought North defensively that was a great perform, you know, great defensive performance from him, which we've been a little bit critical of in the past of him, and uh, he's quite often gone, you know, had poor games really when there's been a lot of uh, a lot of kicking, and him and Murray. Um, he read everything well. Um, well he went he looking for the... I, I thought defensively he was he was really good, but he never looked like he was going to get hold of one of those kicks. You know, Murray did a lot of box kicking to his side, and I never looked like George. It never looked like George was actually going to get hold of one. There was a couple of knock-ons in there, and fortunately yeah. his opposite number was was uh, was knocking on a bit as well. So I don't know. It, it, it's a strange one. I think if you were looking ruthlessly at that game plan, potentially George isn't the best winger. To have if you're if you're putting lots of hanging high kicks in there. Yeah, no, he isn't. But I, I, mean, but I can't but, see a test match taking place without George starting. Do you think that uh, potentially he was made to look a bit better then because of their error count? No, I, like you say, I think in defence, you know, his positioning was a was a lot better. Uh, I just I just wonder about that box kicking strategy. If you're keeping it in field, I'm not sure he's the best winger in the squad to be chasing that. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I'm. I just think, yeah, Gatlin's obviously such a big fan of him, though. We 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 both feel that really. Yeah, he's I, likely to be he's likely to be involved. I think, um, I think you do need him in there because he, we all know what brilliance he's got up his sleeve. You look back to that first test in 2013, and a moment like that is something that you know they're they're absolutely priceless in test matches. So yeah. I think you know we all yeah, know he, what class he has got. Yeah, if he brings his A game, isn't yeah. it? If he brings his A game, then he's 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 hard to beat. And I, it made me think during that, you know, after that game, that if he is it is it concentration with him because so much of defence is you, know, you switch off for a second and bang, yeah. you know they've they've gone through or you've you know you've you're in no man's land. And uh, I wonder whether that's 
that's a big thing with him. He, um, I liked it. I liked in the first half where he, well, certainly in the first 15 minutes, anyway, he came looking for the ball fairly, mm. uh, fairly early on. He actually came into the centre role and he, he sort of, he feigned to go inside, then went outside and it was only, he didn't make, didn't make a lot of yards, but he just, again, he got over the gain line. And I think it's those types of gains, you know, combined with like Mako, you know, you know, Falata, those hard yards that against, you know, against New, Ze- against New Zealand, anyway, in our first test, certainly our first test, if we're going to, if we're going to play a fairly tight game, we've got to make, we've got to make hard yards, haven't we? So again, it's probably the reason why he's going to be there, isn't it? Yeah. It's something I'd like to see more of is him coming off the wing and, and looking for work because he's such a physical presence. But then there's always that opportunity if there's a little bit of broken play in front of him, you know, rather than us having to get the ball out to him. If he's in, if he's in midfield and he spots something up in front of him, he's such a, he's so quick off the mark and he's so powerful that if he gets through something, then he's a real threat there as well. So I would like to see more of that. Um, yeah. Right. So that said, so that's the kind of Lions win over Crusaders cover. Attention now turns to Dunedin with a fixture against the, the Highlanders. Just a quick bit of reaction to the, um, to the team then, Dan. So just to recap for anyone who hasn't seen it, front row of Marla Best Sinclair, Courtney Laws, Ian Henderson in the second row, James Haskell, Sam Warburton, CJ Stander is the back row, Webb and Bigger halfbacks, Henshaw and Joseph in the centre, Noel and Seymour on the wings, and Jared Payne at fullback. And the, uh, replacements are Ken Owens, Jack McGrath, um, Dan Cole, Alamon Jones, Justin Tipperick, Greg Laidlaw, Owen Farrell, and Elliot Daly. Exciting side? It's, yeah, it is. I mean, it's more of a safer one. Um, it's, for me, all the, you know, all the team, all the play, all the teams that, that, that take the field are exciting to watch because, you know, you never, you never quite know what's gonna, what's gonna happen really, do you? And you, you know, some, for instance, like, you know, Armani, you know, he's right up there now, isn't he? And, you know, he, he wasn't, I mean, he wasn't only a week ago, was he? So who's well, going to be the next sext- person to put the hand Sexton up? had had two bad, yeah. had had two bad yeah. games and we were, and I was looking at it thinking, God, yeah. did you even put him on the bench? But, um, he had a good performance. Well, yeah, you yeah, said maybe, to me, didn't you? Yeah. He's oh, going to yeah, need I, a miracle performance and, yeah. you know, suddenly, suddenly he's there. So who's, you know, who's the next, who's the next person to, uh, or the next couple of players to, to, to do that. I mean, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing Joseph. Mm. Um, Henderson, you know, Henderson was so poor in, uh, you know, early on that he's, uh, he's doing, a, he's doing an enormous game, isn't it? I think the, 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 the balance of the team is, uh, so you can't really say it's not quite right, but it, it, it's, it looks like a midweek team, doesn't it? It does. It does. And it's starting to, it's starting to, to get that feel now, isn't it? Um, which naturally will happen, won't it? As the, as the, as the tour progresses. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'm excited to see, you know, see how it's going to go. Back row, you know, back row, how's that going to work out? Um, you know, CJ Stander, I thought that he, uh, you know, he carried, he carried pretty well, didn't he, when he came on? Yeah. Um, he did. I'm so, just not, I'm not quite buying this CJ Stander is nailed on at six thing for me. Personally, I'd be looking at, oh, no. as I've said, I'd be Absolutely looking at Armani because I think he's got the all round game and, and that real nasty edge to him. But, uh, nonetheless, I, you know, I think Stander's is still very much in contention. I think that six jersey is going to be, yes, there's a number of players who are 
sticking their hand up for it. And obviously Moriarty misses out on this one because of a slight, uh, a slight injury concern. But I think he's still potentially in the running for it as well. It's so difficult, isn't it? it really is. <laughs> when you start looking at this now, I mean, what a, what a squad of players this, uh, this trip is. I think, I think the New Zealanders will be, uh, you know, they'll be, they'll be feeling, uh, they're feeling the heat a bit now. They will. Yeah. You've already mentioned Henderson. Anyone else in that side you think is in need of a big game or maybe even a miracle performance to keep their test hopes alive? Um, well, you know, Bigger's going to have to have a, uh, a massive game now, isn't he? Yeah. Um, you know, to be, to, to be anywhere near, um, Noel, I want, I mean, I want to see how he's going to, you know, can he bounce back? Yeah. Um, after the, uh, you know, the, the poor game that he had, um, it's, and then the front row, I mean, with the front row, you almost feel that, you know, with the two props that you could, you know, you could have straight, you know, you could straight, straight swaps and you'd argue whether there'd be, you know, any less, you know, you know, less impact really. Um, Marler's impressed I think, me. The pro- I think both the props have, have, have gone well. I think Marler and Sinclair, Sinclair are very yeah. impressive. And, uh, I think, you know, even Cole's done a, a good job as is McGrath. So I think all of the, all of the props are looking in, are looking in pretty good nick at the moment. Yeah, they are. I mean, I'm, I'm quite excited to see how the front row is going to go best. He's, uh, well, he's going to have to, I he's going to have to score, a, score 10 tries, yeah, two drop goals. And, <laughs> and even then we'll have to play him in the backs. I, I, I think so, yeah. Um, Jamie George and, uh, and the sheriff there have, uh, have got the, uh, have got the number two spot, haven't they? Yeah, I, I think so. Um, yeah, we need... me, it's very hard to split those two. I think George and, I think George and Ken Owens have both been fantastic. I think just for that level of familiarity, you probably would say that George might edge it just because he'll have, you know, he might well have Mako next to him on one side and he'll be throwing into, uh, to George Cruz, if not Cruz and the Toji. So I think that level of familiarity might well play in his favour. Plus we all know yep. what Ken can do off the bench. I, you know, both off the bench are, are incredible impact players. Yeah, I would agree with that. I'd go with, uh, I'd go with Jamie George because of the, yeah, the link up with his with his with his teammates and uh, do you think Marco? Do you think he'll um, do you think he'll start at the moment? Really, as he stands yeah. the it's, do you know what I think? It's it's another really tough position. I think that performance on Saturday has has really advanced his his test claims because it's against the Crusaders and and like you said, that's a front row featuring Franks and uh, and Moody. So I do think that will have that will have helped a lot. We said before his scrummaging is coming on an awful lot, but it's still, you know, if you were picking a scrummaging option at loose head, he's not the, you know, he's not the strongest scrummager out of those loose heads. You know, I think it'd be safe to say that McGrath and, and Marler are probably yeah. the safer bets in the scrum, but if he has a good, you know, if he has a, a good game in the scrum, he adds so much more on the, around the rest of the park. So I think he's, he is in with a damn good chance of, of being that starting test loose head. Yeah, he is. It'd be good to see, uh, like have a, you know, have a chat with, uh, Roundtree and just see what, what his interpretation of the scrum was because I did think that Maka was, uh, on, on, on one of the scrums. I felt he was, he was, he was almost turned inside out yet, yet we won the penalty. Um, I think Whitelock was, uh, was up in arms, you know, he, he couldn't believe that the decision had gone, uh, 
speak on the other way. Although maybe it did look as if potentially they were scrummaging in on an angle. So yeah, I don't know. He he he's he makes a big impact as well, wouldn't he, Mako, off the bench? So yeah. So yeah, I mean, it's, it, look, it's a, these are these are really good selection dilemmas to have, and they are. I'm pretty glad that it's not uh, it's not us having to make them. Uh, but we've had a, an interesting quote from Warren Gatland today that says, looking further past the Highlanders game, he says that the side he picks for the Mary game on Saturday is going to be close to a test side. So, you know, it just shows kind of how close we're getting to this now. And again, I think that's going to be fascinating to see that side when that's announced. Yeah, it is, isn't it? And uh, they've, they will have a, a pretty good idea by now, won't they? Um, of, of what that, you know, what that side is going to, going to look like. There's going to be some, some bitterly disappointed players, isn't there? But I do, I do feel that they'll have the, uh, it certainly looks anyway from the outs, from the outside that they've got the right, uh, the right people there, the right, um, the right team spirit to, to make sure that everyone is, is, you know, is happy for whoever's wearing that, that jersey for that moment in time. Um, because we certainly need that, don't we? There could be, you know, injuries at any point. And the bench is going to be, I think, I think that whoever, I think the starting team is a lot of it's going to, it'll, it'll have to work in, in, in tandem with the bench. Right? It's an obvious thing to say, but when we're looking for impact, it might be that, you know, some of the, some of the players will, will unfortunately miss out because they will make more of an impact off the bench. You know, we talked about Maka, we talked about um, Atoji. Um, so yeah, it's going to be, uh, I'd love to be a fly on the wall listening to, listening to those, uh, it was, you know, late night, uh, late night discussions. Yeah, well, hopefully we will do when the uh, when the DVD comes out later on in the later on in the year. But that pretty much brings us to a conclusion for uh, this edition of the Attacking Scrum. We'll be back with our usual um, midweek edition, which will be published on the early hours of Thursday morning. So uh, we'll have all the Highlanders' reaction during that, and of course we'll be previewing the New Zealand Maori game as well and as always if you want to get in touch with us you can do so uh, by tweeting us at attacking scrum or you can have a search for us on facebook and find us on there and we always ask you to leave us a review so if you leave us a review on itunes we'll of course give you a shout out on there too so right that's it then dan off to uh, another week of work and uh, where are you going to be watching the game on on tuesday morning we get a chance to or is it going to be another uh, avoid the result and try and catch it later yeah, it's going to be another one of them. Unfortunately, a couple of meetings. So, um, yeah, I'll be, I'll be catching it back on, uh, catching it back on the replay. It's impossible though to stay away from the score, isn't it? Because you, you know, I have done it a few times and then you, 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 you catch, you know, you either look at your phone and something's popped up on there. So yeah, I won't, those, uh, won't to, catch it. Like. You have to switch, you have to switch the phone off and, uh, or well, not that you can switch it off, but you have to stay well clear of social media and WhatsApp, et cetera, to try and avoid that score. Yeah. But, um, no doubt you'll be uh, you'll be watching it though with you with your line of work. I don't know. I might be able to again sneak the uh, sneak the sky go at the desk and uh, and see if we can do that. But it's difficult. You have to watch the game again afterwards because you know if you're at work, you're not able to do the you're not able to kind of get the the full feel of it. So um, yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll definitely be watching it again. And of course, we've got um, um we've got the Wales tour starting as well, so we've got that to to look forward to too. It's fantastic, and there's so much rugby, uh, so much rugby going on. There I is. know uh, this is a Welsh podcast, but we should uh, 
a quick mention as well for that. I don't know whether you saw any of the game, but the uh, the England Argentina game. I've seen none of it, but I hear it was an absolute thriller. <sighs> yeah, it was. Yeah, obviously refed by uh, by Nigel, who uh, seems to be uh, seems to be involved, doesn't he? In the vast majority of the best games out there. But if uh, yeah, for anyone that hasn't seen it, it's well worth catching the highlights because there's some fantastic tries. And um, yeah, a little bit worrying actually though. That's England's uh, third third side. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's uh, yeah. I see. It feels like quite a, a morbid. Uh, Sorry, a bit of a depressing a note now. Uh, let's just enjoy the fact that for the next four weeks we can uh, <laughs> we can get behind <laughs> we can get behind some of their first team because they'll be wearing red. Exactly. Yeah. Brilliant. Right. Right. Well, uh, we'll see you midweek. And uh, thank you again for listening to the attacking scrum. Today is gonna be the day that they're gonna throw it back to you.